Put on your thinking cap, rev your engines, and get ready for an exciting episode of Business Growth Through Paid Media. With our host, David Yeager, CEO of Global SEM Partners. If you are a business owner or marketing manager at a company who could use more sales, leads, or profits, you'll learn actionable strategies and tactics that you can use today to get results in the next 30 to 60 days. Why don't we get started? Hi there, this is David Yeager, the CEO of Global SEM Partners. And on today's podcast, we're going to talk about uh, a big topic that's near and dear to my heart, and I call it amazing PPC does not equal amazing business. Amazing business equals amazing business. What do I mean? Let me tell you as a message to you as a business owner. If, they, if you're too involved in your marketing, if you're worried about your P&Ls, you're not trusting your team to execute, your marketing team to execute effectively, you're hurting yourself. You're not allowing, you're focusing on micromanaging or managing a team on the marketing side and that's holding you back from growing your actual business and adding more more features or more uh, a better user experience and growing that user experience. And what happens in that scenario um, is, could be what happened to, or what's, what's happening to one of my clients that thankfully we're digging out of it right now and we're changing. But I want to tell you about two clients of mine. One client of mine is an amazing, amazing person. I really I love him tremendously. And um, he's been burnt by other PPC companies before. And so when he, when he came to us, he micromanaged us. He came in, he was involved every week. He wanted to know exactly what was being done. What, what does the ad copy say exactly? Um, you know, what's you know, screenshotting how things are looking and how things aren't looking and, um, you know, giving us, even going from te- the technical side, giving us the, the data and the pieces and the, te- and the technology we need to, um, to do a better job on the PPC side. The problem is that he was a one-trick pony. All of his money was coming from PPC and he wasn't innovating in his product selection. He wasn't innovating in his user experience, his customer experience, his life cycle. Um, there are area, other areas of marketing that were being neglected, areas of product management, and he started seeing declines in his business. And they really they couldn't be solved by doing more and better PPC because we'd already reached pretty much the the edge of what we could accomplish within it. We actually had to um, go back and bring in a management team to our management group to really come back, rethink his business, uh, and start reversing those turn, those tides, which thankfully we have. The bottom line is, is that if you do get too stuck in the detail, especially if you're a technical person um, or a creative person, um, and you want to make sure that things are meeting your brand criteria or um, you're making the most of it, etc., uh, you tend to want to be too stuck in the details. And if you do that, that, that sucks you up from being a CEO and from managing um, the rest of your business and really growing it uh, in a different way. So that's a story about one client. That being said, I'm not arguing here actually that you shouldn't be on top of the details. He's definitely, um, this client has done an amazing job of making sure that his PPC is up to, up to, up to par and he's investing properly, etc. However, there's another extreme 
of clients who, are, who aren't deep into the details enough, who just want to run their business. They act and they, um, another client of mine as well, they pay me, they just want to know the results work and if they're getting their calls or their leads or their, um, or their sales online, they're fine. And if not, they're not fine. And that's the way it goes. The problem with that is that we never get to um, up level the up level the clients and be able to have a strategic conversation based on what we're seeing on the marketing side. And on top of that, if not for the fact that we're that we happen to be an amazing team and we focus very closely on growing and pushing the pushing the the bar to see you know without any oversight. Uh, there is, uh, it is your responsibility as the business owner, or as the CEO, or as the marketing manager to make sure and to em not only empower your uh, your marketing teams, but also uh, hold them accountable to uh, you know to pushing the bar, to pushing the edge, to shaking things up, to not just making incremental changes, but also focusing on exponential changes on their end as well. So before you think I, uh, I'm talking down at you on the, about all about this, and uh, yeah, just just shut, yapping along, let me tell you why I'm qualified to talk about this. I've been in the SEM and the business growth space, not just SEM, but in growing businesses through digital marketing for over 10 years. I've worked with over 200 clients. I have trained uh, over two dozen, two dozen people um, the employees that have since gone on to be best-in-class analysts at even bigger agencies run their own run their own businesses based off the training that I gave them, um, or you know continue to work for me and really do an amazing job for our existing clients. And what I've found is that there's three things, there's three elements that you need to build a, an amazing team. In fact. Um, so the, the three things are as follows. It's a balance of delegation, being able to delegate. So you're empowering your, your employees or your, or your agencies, whoever it is that's working, that's doing your marketing or your tech or whatever work for you, delegating to them that, hey, this is your domain. And I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I just want to see X results. Yeah, but I'm here to help you and empower you if you get stuck. That's delegation, number one. Number two is accountability. So you absolutely have to hold them accountable. I have expectations. Things don't always hit, hit meet the um, the deadlines or the goals or the expectations, and that's okay. As long as you as long as you can have a conversation about about resetting the expectations and what's the next level of accountability, and is there something that employee or agency X can do to improve, or is it something where they're just not a good fit? Um, in fact, uh, Gino Wickman in his book Traction has an amazing, amazing um, line about talents and about hiring and management. Uh, he calls it GWC, get it, want it, capacity to do it. Those are the three things that you need in any employee uh, in order to up-level them, in order to manage them effectively. They get it, they understand what they need to do, they want it, they want to do the job well, and capacity to do it. They actually have the ability to, um, to execute on their desire and their knowledge. And the last thing in building amazing teams is inspiration, is inspiring, is being able to create the vision for your teams about where you're going to go with them, where they're, where you're going, period, um, that they're along for an amazing ride and that they make them feel honored to be part of that journey. And more deeply, it's really all about the team, or sarcastically, it's all about the team, duh. 
if you don't trust um, and you're you have you can't see yourself delegating effectively like you feel like hey if I don't let go if I keep on micromanaging then uh, if I don't keep on micromanaging then it's all gonna fall apart there's two likely causes for that number one is it's very likely you may have the wrong team you may just have the wrong people that can't either get it want it or have the capacity to do it in which case you should look at switching up that that focus or pass it off to an agency like us cough cough but um, but on the other side is if you have a team that's good they get it what they they get it they want it they have the capacity to do it don't be scared to demand more from them one of our core values here at global SEM partners is entrepreneurialism is demand is expecting filtering out people no matter how low level they come in and how low level you are as my dear employees or how high you are uh, we look for people who take ownership and accountability and are proactive and, um, and you know you don't have to have that of your team in order to grow it in order to make sure they do well um, it definitely does help uh, harder to keep those types of people but it definitely does help and at a deeper level, you, Mr. Business Owner, have the same role as I do as a business owner in my agency. You need to be focusing on the big picture, even if you're not at a place where you've hired a hoity-toity CMO. So you, you, you know, and in that case, especially, you need to be able to do more with less. So let's talk about how do you do? How do you? How do you restructure your marketing teams or your tech teams or really anything? Um, or, but we'll talk about marketing right now. Uh, how do you structure things so you can get the maximum impact out of the time that you invest and the money that you invest in either, again, your internal team uh, or the agency that you're working with? So let's talk about what you need. Number one is you need to find business objectives. You absolutely have to have goals that are obvious. I need leads at X dollar. I need qualified leads. I need, um, I need sales at X profit margin, whatever it is. And not only do you have those business objectives, those business objectives have to be trackable within the business, number two. Number three is you need to have pre-built dashboarding and reporting. Not necessarily pre-built, but that's your next priority. Once you've redefined your business objectives and made them clear, because if you're running by the seat of your pants, you cannot empower uh, teams, employees, agencies, whatever, to do, your, to do, the, to do their job you're always going to have to have the gut feel check because nobody else can gut check it like you. It has to be something that's very, very solid and objective. And then the next thing is having dashboarding and reporting that shows the trends on those business objectives, reporting that everybody knows exactly what it means. Make up your own terms if you want, or that's okay, but everybody has to be bought in, has to, has to buy in. It's a conversation that has to be had first and foremost before you do anything else. As part of the dashboarding and reporting, I highly recommend that you have a reporting rhythm. Okay, So your dashboarding, your performance reports, etc., they have a rhythm to them. On a daily basis, um, you're looking at X. On a weekly basis, you're looking at Y. On a monthly, quarterly, yearly, you're looking at Z. So there's different things. And typically what I find is the day-to-day -day daily reporting is typically for your internal team. They want to see all the detailed metrics. They want to know exactly what's going on, what are the, you know, what you know? What what's the lead quality? What's the this? What's the that? Um, but only metrics that can be measured today. If you have a longer sales cycle, if you have a longer purchase process, um, then the dailies, the daily numbers might just be hey X spend with Y amount of sales from the past couple of days. Um, on a weekly basis, uh, you're gonna want if you're doing weekly or biweekly calls, you want to have a weekly trend as well. 
Um, and your weekly is for the marketing manager. Um, if that's you as a business owner, that's okay. But the, whoever's taking over the manager role, as well as your marketing team, just to review the trends, to talk about what's going on in a little bit more of a macro level, what are you working on, um, what are you doing, and we'll talk about that in a moment. And then um, you have monthly, quarterly, and yearly, which um, are should be should be uh, dashboards or reporting templates that should be shareable around to the to the C-suite to the whole executive team. Lastly, is you need once you have your defined business objectives and you have your dashboarding reporting built out and your reporting rhythm. The last thing you need is structured brief meetings on either a weekly or biweekly on a biweekly basis if you're managing your marketing team teams yourself. So let's talk about what the structure of a quick meeting is. Now, on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis, you want to have a reset call or a reset meeting where you just look at the bigger picture a little bit higher. But on a weekly basis, you will just want to make sure that you're in on you're in on everything. Um, so the ideal structure, what we found, is three parts. Number one is what have you done in the past week or work done. Number two is work outstanding. What are you, what are you, what's still on your plate or what's coming what's coming onto your plate that you'd like to, that, that um, is on your marketing team's agenda to take care of. And lastly is on a performance basis, just insights into how the performance, insights and concerns on how the performance is going. So brief three-step structure. Um, something to keep in mind as well is one of the things you want to push your teams to do on top of the delegation, accountability, inspiration, get it wanted capacity to do it, is making sure that they're always exploring new avenues within a risk tolerance couple hundred bucks a month, a day, a week, an hour, whatever it is that your risk tolerance level is, that they're testing new things aggressively, testing new messaging, testing new ad copy, testing new landing pages, but not in a, hey, well, we have to get all these done, but coming from a very strategic, very customer-centric um, focus of what, how can we create a more seamless customer experience for that customer. On a technical level, uh, what we find works very, very well for us is project management systems. We went through a gazillion of them, um, talked about, talked with a, 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 tons of different agencies on what they use. Uh, we're currently using a project management system that defines our life called Teamwork. Um, it's okay, it's not amazing. It's nice because it's pretty much full featured. It has everything involved in it. Um, we're able to, to pull everything into it, all the tasks, all the task lists, all the time tracking, etc. Um, the only thing that we're really looking for from teamwork in order to, to really manage this work done, work outstanding, and insight slash concerns um, is to go Kanban, uh, which is a project management concept, I guess maybe somewhat similar to Agile in many ways, um, but it's really just a visual representation of, um, of how, how processes go through um, you know, how, how tasks go through a life cycle in, the mar you know, in any environment, but for marketing it's very, very powerful because you can really customize, um, you know, the life cycle is really funky. Agile, one week sprints or whatever um, doesn't really work in the marketing space because you really have to do a launch, um, you know, a theory uh, launch which takes often takes more than, at times takes more than a week to launch your next marketing objective. Um, a review, an optimization period, um, and then a replan right back into the cycle. So, um, you know, Kanban's kind of a, a nice balance of that, um, at least from a visual reporting side. But um, bottom line is definitely get, make sure that not only do you have an amazing business that you're constantly always working on, um, not only to make sure that you have a marketing team that you trust that's, that's pushing there, but that you also have the technology to really track 
uh, and hold everybody accountable. All right, that's it for today. I hope this was insightful. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. If you want more great, actionable steps to growing your business, subscribe to our podcast, rate us on iTunes, and head on over to www.globalsempartners.com for a special offer.